Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. Chapter 18, Surviving Therapy. I mean to get her deposed and on record, formally. We got screwed on the Friday night's issue. That cannot happen again. I have an idea. I'll send you a document I've been working on. Willful contempt. How is this so? I love it when amateurs play at the law. Look, the idea is not to ask for parental access, but to inform the other party and the court in a matter-of-fact way that the right already exists and will peaceably be exercised. Right. This is not unreasonable. By serving a copy of what has already been filed with the court, certain credibility is established. This needs to be previously filed with the court in a respectful way. Respect or no, I got my first new cell phone bill not long after. Katrin called Anne four times and requested time at home per a handwritten note by Anne that Katrin can request additional time. I documented contact with Anne per the judge's order, but she allowed nothing more. Bill is under the gun. Send me a copy of the willful neglect form, Deborah stated, but you're missing the point. I wondered what she meant once I faxed the form to her. Attorney for blank or pro se. In the Superior Court of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, in and for the County of Chesterfield, in re the marriage of, number, blank, petitioner, notice of exercise of parenting time, and respondent. You are advised that blank will exercise his parental rights with the minor children, blank, in the following manner. One, dates and other particulars. Pick up date, pick up time. Return date, return time. Two, Places of pickup and return of the child. Three, clothing or special equipment needed for child. You should include enough overnight and daytime clothing for the above period. The child's homework to be done for next school period, for infants, clean diapers, the car seat, etc., should be included along with personal hygiene items. All personal items the child wishes to bring. All medications currently taken by the child with written dosage information must be included. 4. Address and telephone number where child will be located during parenting time. 5. Basis for exercise. Father's common law rights. The following order entered by the Honorable blank in the above captioned matter on the following date blank. As notice hereof, the original of this notice of exercise of parenting time has been filed with the court and true copies have been mailed hand-delivered as indicated. You are requested to cooperate in permitting this party to exercise the lawful parental rights and notify the undersigned attorney and the court in writing prior to the date of exercise if there is some legal reason why these parental rights, as set forth, cannot be exercised at the date, time, place, and in the particulars described. Dated blank, attorney for blank, or pro se. Copy of the foregoing mail delivered on blank to blank. Deborah's fax receipt bell sounded as she continued. If Anne files for bankruptcy, this will discharge the plastic, the mortgage, and your parents. Also, the bankruptcy will freeze the property case and you'll continue paying her alimony. Like the picture yet? I have to agree with whatever Judge Anne says. She's the boss. Wait, you need to read this. My mom faxed me something. I pulled the fax off the machine to send to Deborah. Okay, send her fax to me. Meanwhile, let's settle the financial part of the case ASAP before she files for bankruptcy and we lose our edge. Hang tight. Read my mom's fax first. From Mom. 
do not, do not sign anything on our part as far as us dropping our case. It has no part of your settlement on your financial part of the case. Tell Deborah that you cannot speak for us. Just had time to send off the document and then enjoyed Catron's arrival. Catron sauntered down the hallway, and I pretended not to notice her holding the box, tucked as it was, under her left arm when she wore her Star 18 t-shirt. Anything in particular you want to do? I began. No time to do anything. I just want to... And I noticed Catron had a note tucked in her red and white school sweater. Want to... Relax, Catron said. But I know better. Catron characteristically paced, and the wood floors beat out a rhythm with her steps. Okay, relax. Do you want to tell me what's wrong? I inquired. Dad? Yes. I'm throwing my Barbie doll away. Sweetie, you save everything. I can barely get in your room with all your beanie babies and dolls. Barbie is a doll. Sure. So what's wrong with Barbie? It's like, well, like the dolls at Ms. Amelia's. And with that, Catron handed me a note that she wrote in her room. Glancing down, I saw what she wrote. Why are you telling the secrets? Why are you showing mommy the papers my daddy mails in? You said that you would keep the secrets in your heart. On the side of the note, she drew a butterfly, but it was crossed out. Ms. Amelia's? You mean Dr. Maple's assistant? Are you upset with me? Am I in your life to annoy you? Of course. Why the hell is Anne sending Catron to that quack I wanted to know right then and there? Catron chuckled. She knows the answer, but a crease, like the trademark that the theist men shared, formed on her forehead. No, Mommy takes me there and talks to Ms. Amelia. Sometimes Miss Selina just drops me off. Mommy talks to her? Yes, they closed the door. Once Selina went in with Mommy while I wait outside. I pondered this unique child's therapy. What happens when Ms. Amelia talks to you? Ms. Amelia holds up a daddy doll, and she demonstrated by imitating Amelia. Oh, she does? Why is that? I'm holding a mommy doll. So you are each holding a doll? What for? Ms. Amelia asks me if Daddy is bad-mouthing the mommy doll again, and she took both her hands and clapped them together as if they were striking one another. What do you do? Daddy, don't be mad. I saw as Catron strokes the silkiness of her big afghan, but I just play along because that's what she wants to hear. <laughs> Baby, you are one bright kid. You do what you have to to survive the therapist. Thanks, Daddy. She asks me things like, come on, let Catron out of the house. And does he? Not according to Ms. Amelia. Star and Angel, no need to get rid of that box. Keep your doll. Let me see what I can do. Okay, Daddy. No need to let Ms. Amelia stop you from playing with your dolls. Enjoy them. Catron nuzzled up into my shoulder. I heard the honk from the lawn. Grab your stuff. Do I have to go? I'm afraid so for now. Be brave, my star and angel. Try to call if you can. Bye. For now, Daddy. I love you. I acted quickly. The next day I went after the therapist trying to cut the snake off at its head. Should a parent be able to obtain information about their child from counseling? President Tim Whitmore, Ph.D. of Thanatos Counseling Services, is chairing a session at the podium of the American Psychological Association. He is a late 50s, generally fit-looking, handsome man with a striped blue shirt suit, a flinchy bow tie, and his hair glistened in the bright convention lights. His silver-gray hair slicked down neatly as he stood composed before the assembled crowd. Parents have a right to that information. 
The answering questions portion of the session over, I walk from the crowd to approach Tim personally. I'm less than thrilled about your counseling services, and in particular with Amelia Rizzuto. I'd like her notes from the session concerning a child, my daughter, Katrin. I know the client, but I'm sure we can accommodate you. Why not call at my office, Tim said, handing his card from 2880 Jack Russell Road, Garibaldi, PA, and you can make an appointment. In an equal exchange of paperwork, I thrust an envelope in Tim's hand. No, I'd prefer, glancing at the nameplate of a session panelist to Tim's left, a Dr. Bernstein. The file delivered here. A fax is fine. The file will come to me, and Dr. Bernstein is my witness. I'm notifying your company in writing that there is no court order barring me from contact with my daughter, nor will you be provided with a court order barring my rights. I share physical custody. I am exercising my rights under state and federal law to have full, unhindered access to my daughter's medical information. Tim opened the sealed envelope while stating, This is highly irregular. I expect full cooperation from your facility in order that I may father my daughter. I'm sure Dr. Bernstein wouldn't mind. Dr. Bernstein looked like she would rather be in Basel right now. A fax will have to do. I agree. Once I had the facts in hand, I pulled over and flipped through the records. Anne has Catron seeing Rizzuto since February. The records read, Mom states, and Father made Catron physically ill five times in a row. Catron's tearing up magazines, angry for two hours, etc. What the hell? I must be the, dev the devil. On my way home with the facts documents handy, Anne spotted me across the street at Selena's around noon. Anne yelled that she will drop off some of Catron's clothes. I made it convenient to drop off the clothes by being gone from home for about six hours. But just as I arrived home, for a few minutes, Anne came charging down the street from Selena's with the bag of clothes. Anne, why not just drop the bag? I don't think it's a good idea that you come on the property. I might as well have been talking to a raging bull. She advanced with a red gleam in her eyes, so I called the police. I missed what she yelled at me since I was on the phone calling for a cruiser. Anne then turned on Catron while I backed away. Catron tearfully listened, but Anne had maneuvered herself between Catron and I while advancing on the driveway. I stood there paralyzed, not daring to approach Anne. A cruiser pulled up and Catron ran to me to cling to my jacket. I have an extra long, long blue military coat from the Civil War as I got the door unlocked. Daddy, Ms. Selena told me not to tell you, but I'm telling you this because she says you did something illegal and stole Ms. Amelia's files. It's okay, baby. Everything is okay. It was not illegal what I did. Mommy said we'll talk more about this. What happened to Mommy? I looked out the portal front window while Catron split the blinds with the index finger on her right hand. The police talked to Anne after she returned to Selena's. Debriefing Catron, getting her to fill me in on the last two weeks, check her homework, and honk, off she goes. I scrutinized Rizzuto's handwritten session comments. February 15th, Mom reports, met with Mom. March 8th, check from Anne bounces. The 13th, Mom reports. The 20th, Mom reports. The 27th, patient's mom excited yesterday due to patient's visit with Dad this evening. April 3rd, Mom reports one full custody again. How could Rizzuto be so dense? She never asked for a copy of the actual order. Not only did Anne not possess full custody, no custody trial is even scheduled yet. She's incredibly gullible. The 10th, patient suggested they go home so mom could rest. The 17th, 
Patient's mom extremely sick. Rest for next week. The 25th. Patient stayed with neighbor over the weekend so mom could rest. The next month on the 2nd. Mom reports patient sleeping well with neighbor. Neighbor? On the 9th. Mom reports patient vomits five times after seeing dad. The 16th. Mom reports enraged by father. Tore magazines. Bothered about father. The 23rd. Patient cried hysterically for two hours after leaving father's last night. Mom left phone message of patient's actual crying and yelling. Rizzuto's document stinks to high heaven. I pulled out my checklist before Catron had counseling. At the time, I noted, needs to be more assertive when left with babysitters, not allowed to make contact with family. The cool air left me chilled. I pulled my blue coat on, tucked down my hat and cap, I thought I was ready to face the mailbox. Paul M. Theus versus Ann M. Theus. Court of Common Pleas, Chesterfield County, Pennsylvania, number 99-63820, Civil Action Law. Emergency Temporary Order. Petition of Ann M. Theus for Special Relief. Pursuant to PARCP 1915.13. And now, upon consideration of the petition for emergency relief filed by Ann M. Theus in the above matter, and pursuant to PARCP 1915.13, it is hereby ordered as follows. 1. All periods of father's physical custody shall be supervised by transitional support services at father's expense. 2. Father's counsel belatedly provided mother's counsel with a letter from ACOA Codependency Group Guidelines and the counselor and her qualifications, master's and national certified counselor, which clearly indicate that she is not qualified per the recommendations of Dr. Maple to provide ongoing therapy for father. Three, father's behavior toward Katrin and otherwise has become increasingly eccentric and aberrant and has caused mother to fear for Katrin's safety. Four, Katrin is in therapy with Emilio Rizzuto, LSW, with Thanatos Counseling Services in Garibaldi, PA. 5. A copy of a report by Katrin's therapist is attached as Exhibit A and made a part hereof, recommending that father's time with Katrin be supervised. 6. The parties are directed to arrange a custody conference for further proceedings consistent with this temporary order. At that time, the custody conciliator will render a further recommendation regarding father's ongoing contact with Katrin and shall make such other and further recommendations as he, she may deem appropriate, all of which recommendations shall be subject to review by the court. I can't take any more. I flipped to Rizzuto's handwritten letter. Katrin's anxiety has been much worse over the past few weeks because of the escalating destructiveness of Paul's behavior with her. There are examples of Paul's poor judgment with her, as reported to this therapist by Anne. Katrin's anxiety has been increasing, and her level of functioning decreasing as a result of her exposure to her father's negative behavior and apparent lack of good judgment. It is this therapist's opinion that Katrin's condition will worsen if she continues to see her father under unsupervised conditions. Rizzuto's letter is no more charming, but I had to appear at the conciliator's hearing in the morning. Mother declared bankruptcy, Bill stated. Why didn't you tell me? Deborah inquired. I'm sending the paperwork as required. I'm giving you a heads up. Who will help Anne's child with her homework? The eunuch asked. Bill, my client has a PhD and two master's degrees. Seeing the child will upset the child's routine. Routine? Is that what you call leaving Katrin with the neighbors? Counsel. 
the conciliator said. The main issue is the father's mental state. The therapist's evidence indicates he is not fit. Paul is in counseling. I'm ordering that he enters and remains in therapy. My client has been in therapy. Wrong. I'm ordering therapy with either a clinical psychologist or a psychiatrist who is licensed in Pennsylvania. Ms. Koshkioshko is only a certified counselor. She does not have the requisite qualifications. Deborah did not repeat my scribbled. Rizzuto is only an LSW, licensed social worker, for the conciliator's benefit. Thus dismissed, we retreated, and I picked a qualified shrink's name out of the hat, not covered by insurance. Oh well, I mailed Deborah right after I met the shrink. By email from Paul Hist at rocketmail.com. Subject, met psych, Dr. Sarah Heschel. To Deborah D. Silver Levine at foxsquare.com. Deborah, I met with the psych, seemed fine. She knew Jerry Kitchen and worked with him in jail counseling. Your name got an audible response. Not sure if that is good or is bad, but I said I needed an excellent attorney. Asked me if I had unsavory girlfriends with a piercing or tattoos, among numerous other things, of course. And I responded that I didn't, but Anne does twos and at least one carving that I know about. People think to ask the father about his friends, but not the mother. She asked me about Katrin's reconciliation and the seating. She gave me an assertiveness exercise to perform. We'll meet again next week. She said to take any psych test straight and don't mess with them. Ministers, I have a PhD in religion and a master's in theology, and politicians apparently do poorly in it. Great. But she said, as long as I answer everything honestly, I should be fine. She said I come off as intelligent and professorial. She said pretty much what you would expect. Paul, P.S., do we have a transcript for the bankruptcy deposition? What did you find out? From Deborah, to Paul, fine, yes, the transcript is on the way. I found out more than I suspected. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears, Deus Volt.